folks, uh, welcome to Inner Sleeve. This is a podcast about listening to music. So, we're in a situation, you can hear the audio quality is a little different. Um, my audio recorder broke, and uh, the rest of my usual mixing stuff is packed up. I'm sort of moving around. Um, and things are just complicated right now so let's make it short and sweet uh forgive if the audio quality is not up to par that's just life <laughs> that's just life um we have allison doe on the show today we're talking about the glass animals how to be a human being i've known allison for quite a while she's been a good friend for many many years and i've been i've been meaning to talk to her she's very uh she takes a very like intellectual she's uh, i'll be honest she's she's just very smart smarter than anyone else and she was very and this is an album where you can really dissect a lot of themes and go into like the psychology and sort of like the structure of how the album works and it's 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 the album is like this like big character piece with a bunch of different vignettes um that sort of add up to this sort of final thesis at the very end and you'll hear us talk about it we'll allude to like the final song agnes uh throughout the podcast but you know on the way we have a whole bunch of fun anyways this is my conversation with allison doe did i tell you one of my friends one of my old roommates met yeah, tyler right? met tyler because uh, she worked at the apple store in the grove and he just walked in and she like nonchalantly where's the iphone <laughs> i mean honestly I need the new iphone probably is probably what he went in for Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> just like that yeah he called her beautiful right yeah he called her beautiful and it, the funniest thing my friend is just she is she is very beautiful um but she just came home and was like do you guys know who Tyler the Creator is? And I did, but my other roommate didn't. Uh, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, he walked into the Apple store today. Uh, he called me beautiful. And then she just like walked away to like go use the restroom or something. Like she just like left the room. I was like, wait, wait, wait. That's like huge. Like that's awesome. Huge. Like, but yeah, it, it was really cool. Who else are you like listening to right who now? Who else am I listening to right now? Um, let's see. Vampire Weekend, actually. Oh. Yeah, Vampire Weekend. Father of the Bride. Yeah, so I'm I'm having a great time. Like, I mean, I always liked Vampire Weekend. Yeah. Um, and I think their sound is is always very different, but mm. it's very particular to their their own sound. It's like they yeah. kind of riff off their own music which is really interesting like i'm totally right though right it's like they sample their own music like as they keep going because they've they've made quite a bit of stuff right actually harmony hall uses a lyric from one of their songs oh really yeah oh okay so they're literally like you said like without even knowing it you're like dead on (laughs) yeah because i'm getting that vibe that's really cool I, i didn't know that at all i'm learning new things about the album i picked for this this uh episode too yeah um just from knowing that i would do this so it it's all really good and fun how did you come in contact with this album it was more something i came across by myself which honestly Mm. like usually doesn't happen for me usually i kind of go through a train of things where it's like someone recommends something to me Mm -hmm. and then from that i branch out i listen to something else but Mm -hmm. this one was kind of on my own yeah um i was listening to animal collective 
Uh, for a while and, and you want to listen to more animal music well okay I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean if you put it that way sure but no, I, no, no, no. I saw i saw um yeah. like you know on spotify when you're on your desktop it's like music like uh, this and i think because the algorithm that they have just because animals was also in the band name uh-huh. that this came up and i was like was it like on the related yeah it was on the related oh. so i was like i don't know how like their music really is i mean i guess some songs yeah like the beat maybe or something so i was like okay so i clicked on it and i was like oh wow like i actually really vibe with this music so i listened to the majority of zaba first Uh which is their their the album that came before this one yeah do you think it was like a big evolution from I think the sound definitely is yeah. very, very, very different. Honestly, for me, depending on what mood I'm in, I'll uh-huh. gravitate toward one album or the other uh, if I'm in okay. a Glass Animals mood. Yeah. So it's it's really nice. Like I think it was it was a big evolution for them. I think like instrumentally. Yeah. For sure. Because okay, I, I I saw them in concert, and when Gooey came on, I mean, I was a little I was a little high, um, mm-hmm. and it's very much like kind of like a a trippy type thing but not in a sense of like like oh i see like all these psychedelic things like running through my eyes it's more of just like this really chill vibe that you get from Uh, it that is very very different than this album that was more welcoming and more yeah like instrumentally like you know if you want to put it on at the end of the night or something Mm -hmm. like and you put like gooey on or Mm -hmm. like like toes or something you know one of yeah. one of them like it's, it, a, it's a calm down it's a calm down rather than this yeah. one which is more of like a pump up yeah this way. is like a dance record almost, yeah like. yeah it really is like like instrumentally definitely is a dance record but you listen to the lyrics and you're like i'm not oh, sure how yeah. much of a dance record this really is there, there's so much before we dive into like the album yeah more about you like yeah you when you found this when, when did you find like when did you like start running into like glass animals like I probably came across them maybe in um, 2016, maybe sometime. Mm. Like what what kind of person were you back then? And do you think you're the same person now? Mm. I personally think you've gone through some changes and developments. I think so too. I think... I think back then, I mean, I mm-hmm. still notice that I gravitate toward a similar type of music. That's still, it's still, mm-hmm. it still is kind of like that now. But it, mm-hmm. in terms of how I was as a person then, I think... I mean, I think we're all lost at, you know, at, mm-hmm. in our early 20s, which which John and I are. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that Saying this as- with like a grin. <laughs> <laughs> that aside, um, I think I was actually more lost then. And I think I, there was a, a little bit more of cynicism mm-hmm. in the way I viewed life. And mm-hmm. I think I was less optimistic about things than I am now. You were like in the middle of L.A., I was in the middle of LA, yeah. Which is a little farther away from like where we are now, like yes, our hometown. Yes. So you were sort of like in the middle of like a city mm-hmm. at I was, this point. Yes, I was in the middle of a city. I was in the middle of my studies. Um, and I I think I put a lot on my plates and mm-hmm. a lot of my classes were quite difficult, yeah. you know. And you got to figure out who you yeah, are. Yeah, I got to figure out who I am on top yeah. of all that. And being in a big city where, you know, everything is pretty fast paced and, you mm. know, there's a lot of types of people end up in la you know oh, i mean yeah. just you know pre-made sandwiches <laughs> oh man <laughs> we'll get there yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get that's there. why I, I was like i think it is important to like sort of understand like who you're surrounded by yeah because i think because we've talked about it and you've like sort of felt that kind of like i i, I guess like sort of separation sometimes yes with like i guess like a lot of people 
at like your sort of liberal arts-ish yeah sort of wealthy private school a lot of people that end up in type uh, in private schools yeah. they it's either you come from a family of wealth, wealth. or you come uh, you're a scholarship kid and yeah. like there are some in between as well yeah of course like but you do see huge pools in those two categories and is very interesting to kind of just see the the different ways of approaching life that were in each category specifically this album like mm-hmm. i think it like really humanizes like hedonistic kind of like yeah I, that's what i got from this album there's like a lot of hedonism there is but not without like letting it off and like sort of showing the darker sides of it yes just to go over like the very bare basics of it it's an album so like glass animals would you describe their sound as like art pop in a way yes art pop, art pop yes more so yeah. for this album a little less for their previous yeah. album but i can see within that vein yeah yeah and 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 basically the album is this sort of really lush really like sort of wild almost feral in a way mm-hmm. dancey text texture based character like concept album yeah and like basically each song has its sort of like character that it's mm-hmm. sort of based off of like for me instrumentals hit first mm-hmm. um i think lyrics are very impactful but sometimes it's it's hard to pick up every single piece of the lyric and that was the case with glass animals yes right? that that was this the specific case. album yes for me it definitely was a case yeah. and the instrumentals really are, were what hit me first uh, um and then lyrics really much came came a little later when i really wanted to see what's going on like i would pick out like the chorus but then you know yeah. that doesn't give you the entire picture of everything like you can pick out you're like oh this song's kind of dark in this way but i'm not quite sure yeah. because it so, sounds so upbeat like you know there's all that going on i i got from like this album like what i do like is like it's anthemic at points where it sort of just like repeats its chorus like it does a good amount of times and like has like these like choir it's like a choir of voices behind yeah. it you know yeah yeah, yeah definitely. which i appreciate mm-hmm. and it's like it's almost it's very deceiving mm-hmm can we can we talk about that nature of like oh yeah how deceiving sometimes the instrumentals can be mm-hmm. when the lyrics can just break your heart it's like the hey ah thing of like hey ah is like my baby don't man but then but then when you listen to it, you're like oh god my baby don't man you're yeah like, what? right yeah it's it's like it's it's crazy did you want me to refer to this album or just some let's talk about this album this album yeah. okay so with this album when you first listen to the songs, at mm. least the beginning of the album, like yeah. the first like four songs or so, yeah. at, like pri- like mostly, um, like John was saying earlier, it's very much of like a very like poppy dance type music, and you're like, oh wow, it's just like everyone's having a good time. It just sounds like so upbeat, like it's great. And then you get into the lyrics, and the juxtaposition is astonishing because it's it just dives deep into this thing of like like i mean do you want to talk about songs specifically or just like yeah yeah, 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 okay like what songs come to mind like i mean just taking the first song off the um, life itself uh, life itself yeah probably one of the most poppy almost one of the most poppy songs on there in a way like i I I feel like it's definitely um uh, just like sort of it the the it sort of starts off with this like really energetic like instrumental you got these like sort of world music drum beats mm-hmm. that are very like you know dun, 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 dun. and it feels like it feels like a gorilla gorilla song yeah it, and it or, and also like the song that like immediately popped in my head is like a it's the madonna song four minutes we only have four minutes to save the world oh yeah yeah really? it's like those like it's almost like using like sort of like 
uh marching band kind of drums in a way yes 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 which i that yeah. like sort of hollow sound yeah it it does so it's like it hits you and you're like okay it's it's really about like this this broken person it says daddy was dumb said that i'd be something special brought me up tough but i was a gentle human said that he loved each of my two million freckles when i grew up was gonna be a superstar the sentimentality is sort of like it's very innocent it is because you didn't know any better but where are you now exactly well exactly which leads to actually dark places within the album which i like and and this sort of the song's all about like it comes from like you know you've been you've been battered down yeah like whether that be your identity or whatever yeah and your sense of freedom yeah and then you know it's coming into like yeah and it is like just this like fabulous like instrumental mm-hmm. makes you feel like really good when you listen to it. I Definitely. Think. So it, it's it's very in a way that kind of speaks to this this character because daddy hyped him up yeah. in the way the song is kind of hyping the listener up in a way kind of preps the listener for the arc of the album. It's a great opener, basically, is, is what we're, <laughs> we're probably trying to say. Yeah. And what I love is just it doesn't this album doesn't try to sell either side Mm -mm. like evident by the end Mm -hmm. you're really left nowhere in in anything it's sort of like this is a lot darker album than like you would sort of expect from the instrumentals and Mm -hmm. like the album art because i think it's the understatement and also the kind of that 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 irony it's the irony that makes it darker yeah it really is yeah i will say this the first four songs ish like the a side of the album it Mm -hmm. is like it is lighter it is comparatively (laughs) yeah because again like again you get into that like really dark place like within i think mama's gun is that like turning point yeah but but, but going through like this first like a side you know you have like a youth you have Mm -hmm. season two episode three which i do we start talking about yeah i love uh just like the how video gamey and nostalgic it is yeah yeah yeah. so for can we can we can we talk a little bit about yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, season yeah. two, episode three, it's about this this woman who's kind of like not really doing anything with her life. Like she's just mm. kind of there's a line about how she's eating from mayonnaise as she's getting blazed, yeah, or something along those <laughs> lines. Um, and it's like, you know, it's again with the juxtaposition, like cute video game ness, and then yeah. this person that is kind of having a life crisis. <laughs> yeah, she's drunk on old cartoons, liquid yeah, TV afternoons. afternoons. Sometimes it makes me laugh. Sometimes it, it makes, makes me, me sad. sad. That's what, like, yeah. again, like, that's where it comes from. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of the album, like, what and it's saying. Did you ever have, like, those kind of, like, did you feel, did you, like, relate to that? Being stuck in youth? Yeah, like, are there specific lyrics that you're like, oh, that's, like, me, you know? Honestly, I think from the first side of the, like, I, I'd say season two, episode three, yeah. because I I think at some point we either know, we know someone or we are. So I was yeah. <laughs> that person where it's like you, you, you kind of were stuck in a rut and you didn't have like this, this, this woman doesn't seemingly have a purpose, yeah. at least within the song, like in what is all the details that are being provided um and it's like kind of being stuck in this kind of like forcing yourself to be stuck in a place where you kind of shirk away any responsibility because mm-hmm. like you you're in the you're, you're you're in front of the television you know you're getting blazed like you're eating mayonnaise apparently mm-hmm. um i don't know if i ate mayonnaise but um i think like where of, we come from especially like just because like the nature of it being like a suburb yeah there's that sort of sense of like stability Mm -hmm. but then you know there's that 
sort of need to like you know find yourself or to like engage or to rebel in any kind of way yeah and this is i think season two episode three kind of speaks to complacency in a way yeah waste that's what right? i got from waste it. interesting waste. okay yeah yeah in a way yes it is yeah. it is very much waste but yeah i don't know why i like wrote that line but i was like it's sort of like waste yeah because you're not you're not utilizing your your own potential for anything really yeah. in that moving forward we have what's forward is that pork soda it might be um yeah I, I was, it's pork soda yeah, it's pork soda and that's sort of this is another it's sort of fun it's very i i do like how like vivid and like dancey this song is mm -hmm. like you sort of have those like really fun hand claps and like the last chorus i believe has like the kids at the end and yeah it's but there's something about it that like it, you're starting to see that it's a little sinister yeah it is um it's but this one in a way it's also a little bit more nostalgic than some of the other songs have interesting been. In a way. How so? How so? Because if you look at these lyrics here, it's like, um, we drank pork soda with tangled legs. I won't forget how you looked at me then. Mm. So I think this is the first song for, that is more evidently nostalgic than yeah. some of the others. I think the other ones are like, this happened before, um, but this is where I ended up. Or like, this is the current condition. It starts off already kind of like, pineapples are in my head. head yeah and then also this song billion <laughs> like it is Vaudeville yeah. scary it is um there mm -hmm. but this when i saw them when i saw them in concert i mean like actually the, the pineapple like have you seen glass animals with like their pineapple merch and like pineapple stuff no. so when i when i saw them in concert they actually their their set like i mean their set was like all decked out but they have like a giant pineapple on stage what? and it's from the song because <laughs> it starts off with it talks about pineapples i mean this is a dancey ass song yeah like, it's a banger it's it a is banger for sure and like actually i have photos which you know it, it, it they're very like they'll they'll play with their lights and stuff it's, it's pretty mm. cool but yeah they had like a huge pineapple on stage and i think they threw a pineapple too they threw a pineapple into the into the audience what? Yeah, the three a full pine pineapple. Yeah, that's dangerous. I think so. <laughs> From what I remember, I'm not. I don't think I'm making what? that up. Yeah. Seeing them live, like, did that change? Like, how much did that like add to like your love of the band? Like, was that the moment where you're like, wow? Yeah, I think so because you, you felt that connection. Yeah, I did, and they're they're all really good performers. Mm -hmm. Um, so like that was it, that was really really fun to see and like the you know how like some groups or some people you see mm. them live and you're like oh i maybe would have preferred the studio version yeah uh, unfortunately but no for them it was it was very much like they lived up to they it. lived up to it and it was all it felt more raw i think yeah being able to see them live yeah uh we are going to get into like the b-side of uh the glass animals how to be a human being starting off with i think like mama's gun yeah because that's where it's it's truly like that's the midpoint of like ooh things are getting things are turning sour. Yeah, they yeah. First definitely. of all, you have this like Disney ass instrumental like that you know like the flutes coming in sounds really mm -hmm. lush, but then you know it's it's the summer it's the violin summer chorus right? I'm it, pretty sure it it is in in the summer silence I was getting violent in the summer silence Sounds. I was doing nothing yeah. and then it repeats itself. Um, in the summer silence, I was getting violent. In the yeah. summer silence, I was doing nothing. Again, it feels like that sort of descent 
Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it and the chorus like repeats that again and in again. The summer and again. Sun, yeah, it's yeah. That's what I sort of like about it. It feels like um, like Peter and the Wolf. <laughs> in a way, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like there is something is like it's like something's brewing like this mm-hmm. this sort of like the emotions are building up and something's about to like break Bur- the yeah. burst but but moving on into yeah. the, 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 like this next part of the album it's just sort of like these different branches of sort of the darkness that uh just like the speaker sort of like goes down upon right? yeah and it's it's interesting because it's it's like multiple speakers in yeah. that sense but the the trajectory is is completely down <laughs> yeah yeah like for all of them so like oh yeah um i mean kane kane, kane, kane cool. is 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 pretty is pretty cool it um, sounds like timbaland like <laughs> i just want to say that like but again like again like the lyrics remind me of like lewis carroll like alice in wonderland yeah in a way like i i, I see that mm-hmm. i see that and i love that vocoder it's like that's the earworm for me (laughs) i can never say what he's saying but i'm like oh yeah i like feel that you know yeah i mean this one's more about like more drug focused it seems cane sugar is cocaine. yeah right yeah um coke is brought up like a couple of times it is it is within the album it is and it gets you know explained in the end but so this is kind of like i guess in a way it's kind of a more blatant hey here's coke and then when you get to the end it's like okay yeah see how it ties like a little more and i like i feel like we're like building up to the end yeah (laughs) we've been talking about for a while yeah and like i think it like sort of all gets like really like i think the wound gets like really open Mm -hmm. as you go on you know it does and you know you see this sort of same excess of hedonism I think a good like comparison to like cane sugar is like something like uh take a slice which is very overtly like yeah, lewd, you know. It is quite lewd. Just so hungry for flesh. Yes. Like, <laughs> seductive like uh, my my um my uh, my note was this is dot 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 a lot. This is a lot. it that song is a lot. Yeah. It really is. Um it's, But it it again nails down that point. Right? It does. It does. It it pulls back to kind of like okay forgive me um is it like it's the the id yeah the id, right the id, the the id, id yeah. yeah so it it, it really <laughs> does speak because i was like i'm gonna Forgive get this me. wrong and like people are gonna be like really um but okay i got it right it's human though it's um, human. but it's very human so how to be a human being uh, okay but um yeah i think it's it's interesting because we've been talking about the lyrics so much i kind of wanted to pull out some of the beats because mm. for me sometimes it's hard to imagine all of it because there's a lot going on in mm. a lot of these songs that the instrumentals really do kind of like speak to a story like in the beginning it was more of a juxtaposition yeah but now it's more of a supporting role to the lyrics yeah or even like it pulls the lyrics along even so it's really interesting to see how that the irony has kind of on side b has kind of like taken itself out yeah no we're like straight up in it yeah we're in it we're straight up in it yeah which is really interesting and it comes back at the very end (laughs) i just it's i just love agnes so much it's so hard not to talk about it it. is we're gonna get there yeah but Um, but pre-made sandwiches let's talk about that pre-made sandwiches it's interesting because yes like the 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 snap has happened but i i would i would say pre-made sandwiches is like the second snap 
oh, in a way because it's like it's so different from everything else on the album. Yeah. Well, for one, here, should I play some of it? It's like yeah, just just so yeah. people know the vocal effect yeah. that's being used. So I would describe this as like the fitter, happier of this album. It's like sort of an interlude, but it just has a lot of information sort of packed in. A, a lot, a lot of it's really intense. It really is. People looking at pre-made sandwiches. Looking at it it really like, does sound like that. You, yeah. you think you, it, John actually did a pretty good, uh, pretty good um, rendition there. But here we go. Oh wait, maybe. People in line to look at pre-made sandwiches. People standing in line to get high of bad pictures. People standing in line to smoke weed and scream pee. People standing in line for two rails of oxycodone. People standing in line to do you get the idea. You get the idea. I, the reason why I say it's a second snap yeah. is because, you know, everything in this has been like, you know, very, very like eloquent in its like construction. Yes. And this one, like, you know, this person is just like, ah, f- like, fuck, like, ah, <laughs> and just like kind of just like goes for it. And it's just like, so what, what he's saying is like, a, it's like a stream of consciousness. It's very much stream of consciousness. And it's very, it's very angry. So let, let me see if I That's can. It's like a very like, instead of a stream, it's like a rushing river. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> it's like, it's very like all this rant of like all this stuff and observation that materialism. this materialism. Very, yeah. A lot of materialism. Exactly. Yeah. That's. That's perfect. Consumerism. Actually. Yes. All that. All, like all of that together. And like when I read these lyrics, it's it's very LA. He and the ster- it really is. Yeah, like the yeah, stereotype yeah, yeah, is completely yeah. like that. Um, but it's it's like, interesting that you like it is like angry. It is That's angry. That's a good like point. Because I think it's just the fast paced cadence and you're just like, yeah. oh well, like just imagine like when someone's angry, it's just like, oh well, yeah, I like this person, like he I don't know, like he fucking like went to the store and I just it's couldn't just super, like fuck like yeah. it's just like it kind of gives off that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and it's interesting because none of like this is none of the other songs on the album are like that. But it's like I Very think it's true. like it's like as John said that um, Mama's Gun like it's just it's the breaking point. It's like there's no irony anymore. This is what uh, it is. Yeah. And then once you get here, it's like you're going down that downward downward spiral, and yeah. you get here, and you're like, oh my god, like oh, crap. Like I mean, it literally sounds like this like monster voice. Like, yeah, a very different kind of like. A very different persona. It is than like everything else. Uh, we we get into other side of paradise. Yes, this one sounds like a car commercial. <laughs> ba ba baby yeah, it does. I'm sorry. Yeah, it does. I'm sorry. It, it, it's a good song. I think this is like a fan. A lot of people like this song. Yeah, people do like this song. Yeah. Um. But it, I think this is when you know we start to unravel like the insecurities that are underneath it all Mm -hmm. like uh my body's looking wrong my body's looking wrong Mm -hmm. um it sounds like puberty too in a way yeah yeah yeah. like uh, there are certain sounds that i picked up where like oh is that bike bell or like the way they use some of their like percussion Mm -hmm. like oh interesting like it sounds like that you know it 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 does the fleetingness of everything is kind of that's like the uh, one of the underlying vibes you get from this yeah, yeah um it's like you know i'll settle for you know just remembering or like what what i know about it but it's it's all gone and it's i mean the album itself too it's it's like it's just like i guess various aspects of of how inner demons i think that yeah, people deal with yeah. and this is one of them kind of like mm. letting that 
maybe a chance a person what have you in the case of this song like you know it's i think it's it's a it's a it's i mean it's a person like Mm -hmm. literally but like metaphorically it can just be like any aspect of this person's life as well i mean just going to the next over the next over the next couple sort of songs um it's like something it's poplar street poplar street and then uh take a slice for poplar street i did want to uh say something about how because before we we were talking about how the music kind of juxtaposed the lyrics but for poplar street what i wanted to note was well this one is about like it's like a story it is a story it is very much a story do you want to do you want to enlighten well well, it's just like the instrumental like or you can talk about about that we're talking about this at the lunch right i think yeah it just starts it's just it's it's about like someone who's like very like eager to have sex or like yeah is really innocent about their view of like uh just like lust yeah and like it basically has this experience with an older woman yeah but and then she like of, breaks her heart yeah his heart so and, like, in a, ruins in a, him in a way yeah in, in a very in a a very hard dark coming of age yeah in a way it's really like scary at the end yeah it it really is it's like because it ends with it being like just another boy so like for this woman he was just another boy we're brought back to like that kid in the beginning yeah like we're we were that kid the entire time but we try to like distract ourselves or Mm -hmm. try to like say like no we're grown up we're a superstar yeah but then like you know you get you end up getting taken advantage of Mm -hmm. and in the end you're just like as lonely as ever yeah it and i think this song like kind of like so the the music builds to a flourish but Mm -hmm. also the way the the it is sung also is very interesting for me like that was this was one thing i wanted to kind of hit was there's one line where um, it goes, I am a true romantic, free-falling love addict, but mm-hmm. the free-falling has, like, it, it has a free-falling type feel to it uh, when it's sung, because it's, like, free-falling. Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's that up and down yeah, yeah, that you yeah. get from it. But, so the, oh, I think that was really interesting, because that really stuck out to me. When His I voice first, goes everywhere. It goes everywhere, but like yeah. it, it less juxtaposition, more all supporting toward a certain like. Yeah, I love the whole entire like bridge breakdown of like days are gone, sitting on the floor in your underwear. It's mm-hmm. like this isn't glamour. Like you're at your lowest point. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. Like, and again, like you can sort of he sometimes thinks it's sexy, but then, like you probably if if you didn't really think about it, you'd be like, oh wow, ooh, underwear. But it's like no, this is like sort of. <laughs> bottoming out yeah it, it's 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 definitely mm-hmm. rock bottom in that sense so in that sense i i do i this is actually what like instrumentally this is yeah. a, one of my favorite songs on the album mm-hmm. yeah moving on to the final song agnes yes which <laughs> we've been talking yeah. about this entire time yeah <laughs> you know again like this is the song that breaks apart everything to mm-hmm. me of like oh this is where it's just about someone who's losing a friend like and sort of see and it's it's very vivid it is of, very. like you see them start to like lose it mm-hmm. and you want to imagine them being so that million dollar smile but then like yeah. they sort of succumb to what this album is about those pressures mm-hmm. you know when you look at someone and they're like this is just a kid you know it's like it's just so much more impactful what did you get from this song the song um 
no i i that was beautifully put um i definitely see that um and just to add to that i think like it is the song itself it it does have a little bit more i wouldn't really say like i i would think like the the lyric the lyrics and the the music although it the the instrumental is seemingly a little bit more lighthearted there still is that kind of underlying of like honesty for some yeah. in a way melancholy it's me- very melancholic and um just think of when an artist like just pulls his like his or her or their guitar out and starts just kind of like singing a song to just you know a group of people like either like on a bare stage or something that's kind of the vibes you get from this song and coming from the entire the re- almost the entire rest of the album with how performative and how mm-hmm. like so in your face some of the everything was really yeah um it's very interesting to get to this point where everything is so honest and like you said it's about it's about like lo- like it's loss really it's yeah, like you strip back and it's just yeah. like this is grief it, like, is. it is it really is. is and it's just a very very powerful piece and i remember um this a while back i was encouraging i think john to watch the music video and then mm-hmm. um I, at the point he hadn't seen it yet but then yeah. now he he got really into that it's song just so and just probably seen it more than i have the, um, yeah that music video is like yeah right and it's really just a close-up on the the lead singer's face so it's it's is it's bailey's face and he's in this human centrifuge mm-hmm. like where they just spin him around so there's this this great pressure mm-hmm. just like on him mm-hmm. and like that's that's grief <laughs> yeah and that's it's losing someone that you love is. and just seeing his like just his his facial expressions throughout the entire yeah. thing it's just it's heartbreaking really yeah i mean even brings out this song even more like even if you hadn't experienced that video if you were to to listen to like the the rawness of his his voice i think like the cadence of the piece is slower so it kind of leaves time and opportunity yeah for that kind of emotional quality to come through in the delivery yeah um which you kind of don't get in all the other like not many of the other songs it will sit with you so it's it's a it's a very powerful way to end an album like this in in a way like you can sort of see like he's sort of dancing around these different stereotypes mm-hmm. these archetypes rather these mm-hmm. characters and you know he's alluding to things and like you know you think it's like a very general picture but then you realize that he served just talking about his friend and like how that affected him mm-hmm. the, the the low points he was at you mm-hmm. know and that's when it like all comes together. That's mm-hmm. why I think the song is so important to the album. Like, yeah. even comparing it to like life itself, I was like, it was it was interesting seeing that juxtaposition of like the anthemic nature of that first song mm-hmm. reminds me of this song with the very end. Like, mm. you're gone, but I don't know why I'm lost. No, wait, you're gone, but you're on my mind. Mm-hmm. I'm lost, and I don't know why. When you like mm. hear that, it sounds. It's like again, it's like an earworm of like. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and you just can't help singing along whereas like the very first song is like the same thing mm-hmm. but now you're singing for totally different reasons very different reasons totally different yeah and yeah wow yeah i i, I remember actually john you had um mm-hmm. you had sent me i think a like a drawing you made uh-huh. of 
related to this song at really? some point yeah i think you texted it to me uh-huh. like i think when when you first told me about uh about inner sleeve and i i told you oh i would be interested in doing this album you you listened to it and then i think like like a week or two later you sent me a, like a little doodle that had to do with agnes mm. so that just goes to show how much how impactful this song is yeah. on the album especially for john for me too but is also powerful in itself because it kind of speaks to art in general in yeah. that sense of how it is collectively different experiences that are pieced together to all make one. I think it's cathartic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because finally, like, the thing you've been holding back that you've been so sort of ashamed of about talking, it's like it's it's all out there and you're a fucking mess. And yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a wild song. Yeah, it really is. The whole album's really wild, honestly. Yeah. Now that we've gone through it and talked it through. Why do you think it was like the album you needed to listen to? I think, like at that point in your life? I think I Cuz I was lost. Yeah. I mean, I think on all some aspects we all are still. Um, but I think it's you know, it had that kind of upbeat nature that I think like I mean, it really does speak to people's experiences because Mm -hmm. you might be lost but you can't go around like moping around like in your day-to-day life like Mm -hmm. you know you have like a certain sense of like i don't know professionalism depending on where you are during the day like you know like you have responsibilities and obligations that you have to come in with a certain headspace so you what you do you you cover it up Mm -hmm. just like you kind of did in at the beginning of the album like you know it's like that that kind of shield with the instrumentals kind of is so different from the lyrics so that kind of inside versus outside persona in that way and i think in many senses i did have to do that um because i was struggling with a lot there was also like you know some some losses in my family as well during that time and like it was it was a lot to juggle and i think like i don't know if it was something i necessarily needed at the time Mm -hmm. i think i just came across it and i i kind of like that upbeat nature of a lot of the instrumentals Mm -hmm. uh, especially because it helped keep me going but then you know, after like peeking into the lyrics a little more and seeing and having this discussion and like, you know, deep diving into the album itself, it makes me realize how much it echoed my life at that time mm. and how you kind of in a rut I was. And it's like, what, what path do you go down to come to terms with like what do you do like because this one like like we said it doesn't really provide a solution but there's some glimmer of hope at the end so and accepting and accepting like this is the current condition i think it says a lot for you to say like yeah i am lost and just say it like that offhandedly i think that's like it's it's sort of it's it's an act of bravery because people are so afraid to be vulnerable and like that's where i think a lot of like pain comes from yeah but in the end like i think you just have to sort of have to say like I am lost and I don't know why. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's difficult. And I think mm-hmm. just being because during that time, it was what late teens, early, like very You're finding very yourself, early 20s. man. Yeah. Very much finding yourself. 
every day you're learning something new about yourself but in terms of like establishing like the way you want your life to run that can go really far into your life these days and i think and there are just so many pressures around yeah, you right it's hard so like i mean <laughs> yeah. I, I i we're i mean i think i can speak for both john and i we're we're still like doing our own thing like you know doing some self-reflection figure and figure it out 100 percent. but like when i came across this album even more so because it was just the beginning of that and I hadn't gotten any of my bearings yet. So it kind of echoed my life sentiment maybe in a weird way. <laughs> the entire album is the complexities of being a human being. 100%. Like, so it, the title is really on the nose in that way. <laughs> um, but only if you kind of take the time to really pick apart the, the, the songs and stuff. Because yeah. upon just like a casual listen, you probably will have no idea why it's called how to be a human being. At least I yeah. didn't. <laughs> but like you subconsciously feel things. Yeah, you do. It's you like do. it's in those like repeated choruses. Yeah. Right? Those like riffs where you're like, huh, okay. Yeah. You'll pick up pieces and stuff, but it doesn't truly make sense until you really like you really live get, in it. You really get down to it. Yeah. 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 Well, that was our discussion. Yeah. Class Animals, how to be a human being. Thank you so much for being on this episode of Inner Sleeve, Allison. My pleasure. Allie. I need to ask you, just like, uh, give give me three songs, uh, for for the listeners, uh, to sort to sort of check out that you you've been enjoying. Twenty twenty one. Father of the Bride, Vampire yes. Weekend. Yes. Um, I also liked. I mean, for all y'all pop listeners out there, your boy Sean Mendez, uh, uh. Lost in Japan. I you thought I was gonna say Senorita, huh? No, lost in <laughs> <laughs> lost. You thought you were wrong. <laughs> lost, lost in Japan. Yeah. Um, and then I'd say honestly, I was actually listening to Miley Cyrus. Uh, recently, oh, that new EP. That new EP. Thanks, Emmy, for the recommends. Um, <laughs> I'd say Mother's. Shout out Emmy Sukata. Shout out to Emmy Sukata. Um, I'd say probably Mother's Daughter. I mean, that one I think is probably one of her more popular songs off mm -hmm. the EP. But that one is is it's it's pretty good. Thank you so much for Allison. This was this was a lot of fun. This was great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yay! Also, John makes great peach cobbler. Oh, Y'all wow. should check it out. Thank you. When he makes.